This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Kelly Meyer, and this is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. Each week, I'll take you both inside Washington and out of the DC bubble to hear what people are really saying. You've read the headlines, but I'll give you the real story as well as bonus content. Thanks for joining me. This is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. We are back from Iowa. I have defrosted and uh, I am rested and recharged and ready to deliver you our next podcast episode of Kelly in the Capitol. This week it was Kelly on the campaign trail at the Iowa caucuses in Des Moines, Iowa, pretty much just in Des Moines, Iowa, because we got uh, that crazy blizzard. So kind of hunkered us down for a little while there doing live shots uh, in the parking garage <laughs> and running in and out uh, um, in between hits because it was so cold, uh, sub-zero temperatures. Um, but things heated up in that race, let me tell you. Uh, former President Trump came to town. They had canceled three out of four of the in-person events, uh, and then he ended up coming uh, anyway, despite the snow, did this impromptu town hall on Saturday night, and then his last pre-caucus rally on Sunday so this compilation, I took on my iPhone with my microphone going out and talking with supporters um, at different events. And this was specifically Trump supporters because, you know, if you've been following along with me on here since really the summer, um, I've been talking to Trump supporters specifically and trying to gauge if the support is just as strong as it was in 2016. For me, it's really unique because I moved to Washington, Washington D.C. in May 2015 and began my career with political reporting. And a month later, former President Trump came down the golden escalator in New York City and entered the 2016 race for the Republican nomination. And the rest, as they say, is history. So I've been following him for quite a bit. And to do this again in 2024, I thought it'd be an interesting little experiment to see if the support is just as strong and it's been fascinating talking with folks out there from state to state. And we did this um, over the last two weekends in Iowa. We did one trip uh, the week ahead of the caucuses. And then this past weekend, just right ahead of the Iowa caucuses on Monday, which former President Trump, spoiler alert, uh, won. So he won that first official nominating contest of 2024. So I'm going to let you go into this. Um, I'll come back on the back end. Um, it's about 15 minutes or so long, um, but definitely give it a listen. It goes from, um, we were in, I think it was Sioux Center, Friday, January 5th, to Newton, 
On January 6th, the anniversary, the three-year anniversary of the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol, we talked with supporters about that. And then it goes into um, going to Trump's uh, election or caucus headquarters uh, in Urbandale, Iowa, then to the rally in Indianola, uh, and then on to caucus night. So take a listen and let me know what you think. How do you feel about overall support for former President Trump now coming into 2024? Everywhere we go, we're busy. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on. I mean, there's there's different parts of Iowa. You're in western Iowa. This is more Republican. Go over to the eastern end. And that's that's mainly, you know, a lot more Democratic. So. And where do you travel with all of this? How many states do you go to? Everywhere. Just with this stuff, I mean, we've, we've gone all the way to Arizona, Nevada, East Coast. Summertime, I travel with the Grateful Dead, so I've been to every state. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was your name again? Scott. Scott? All right. Nice to meet you. From near Cleveland, Ohio. Um, actually, I'm from up by Sioux Falls, a little town called Canton. Okay. And how long have you been waiting in line here? Uh, I got here at about 10. There was people here before me, even. Yeah. It's been cold. It's been a little chilly. I, 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 uh, you know, I thought I'd put a jacket on now. You know, starting to get a little chilled. Worth the wait, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. How long have you been uh, a supporter of former President Trump? Well, since '16, and then of course I voted for him in '20 when they stole the election, and then and then uh, now. What do you hope to hear from him today inside? I'm hoping to hear not only, you know, of all the great things he's done, and so we we know we all know that we've all felt that, but I'm hoping to hear what he's going to be doing going forward, and hopefully holding a lot of people accountable. Do you feel as though, you know, you want to talk about what he may say in the future? Do you feel like he's been focused on the legal things and things that have happened in the past and you want to see him focus more on the future and the country? Or how do you feel about how all that kind of plays into this? Well, I don't see how any one man cannot focus on what's going on right now, the way they're coming after him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, ideas he has going forward. Um, but uh, I think most of us here know what kind of man he is and, and what he's going to, what he has done and what he's going to get done. I'm curious because current President Biden is uh, hosting a speech right now uh, in Pennsylvania talking about Trump. <laughs> we don't, we want to talk about him. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Joe Biden is, is uh, he's uh, speaking in Philadelphia about uh, calling Trump a threat to democracy. This is all around the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol, third anniversary tomorrow. What do you make of what President Biden is focusing on? Is anybody really paying attention to that? Or? Well, unless you're like a three-year-old, it's hard to pay attention to him. Um, but, uh, but, but seeing what he's talking about, you know, we've seen throughout these last few years especially, the Democrats, all they do is project. So everything that they accuse us of or President Trump of, it's what they're doing. And, um, you know, so being President Trump being a threat to democracy, they're the ones that are trying to get him off the ballots. They're the ones that are trying to throw him in jail. They're the ones that are trying to interfere with this whole next election like they did in 2020. So, so I think they are the ones that are the big threat to dem democracy. 
And as far as the Iowa caucuses coming up, you think Trump is going to be the clear winner here? It's pretty clear, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to have a major tornado and, you know, if that, for that not to work. What was your name? Alvin Beek. And where are you from? Rock Valley. Okay. And, <laughs> and what were you saying about Trump? Uh, Trump's like a Pulp Fiction hero to the rural people. And uh, started in 2016, you know, he didn't win the Iowa caucus, but uh, he started getting some momentum. And he's kind of been our voice in Washington, where we feel like most of the people that uh, represent um, us and uh, other states don't understand rural America. And he does. So that's why we like him. Do you feel as though he's going to win here in Iowa this time around? Yeah, he'll win in Iowa. I think some people are, uh, Bivik and Haley are going to get quite a few votes, I think. Probably surprisingly more than what I thought. I think that a lot of people think they would get, but uh, Trump will win Iowa. And do you think he will become the Republican nominee? Yes, I, I think that he will be the Republican nominee. And President Biden came out today and had his own speech just hours before Trump talking about Trump being a threat to democracy, uh, talking about January 6th and the attack at the U.S. Capitol. He was saying that Trump is focusing on himself and not enough on the American people. What would be your response? Well, you know, out here, we watch the Democrats throw him off of the ballot in all these states. And, um, you know, democracy is every person should have a voice. And so they're, they're reading him off of the ballot. That's already uh, part of what we would consider getting rid of democracy as we believe it. Um, I think uh, the Democrats are telling us that they can do whatever they want. And, um, you know, we don't believe that. Do you think that the getting him off the ballot in Colorado and Maine, as well as the legal challenges he's facing, is only making his campaign stronger and Trump himself stronger? Yeah, definitely. I, I hear so many people talking about it. Um, people that, you know, aren't probably so much for Trump, but as a conservative, you know, they, they vote for him because he's their option. Um, a lot of people are starting to get, I would say, a little bit more angry about the way things are going for Trump and the way that they're um, going after him in every avenue. And I think it makes him stronger. And I guess last question Biden was able to, you know, become president in 2020. Do you think, and he's saying that he's the only one that could defeat Trump again. Do you feel that is the same? Does that hope still hold strong? Well, the, the way I look at it, personally, there's no way Biden's running 24. They're coming with somebody new, whether it's Newsom or, or somebody else. There's no way Biden's running against Trump because this time around, I don't think Biden wins. Trump wins this time, if he's facing Biden. It's been an incredible, like, last six months, eight months, because actually we've had nearly every one of the presidential candidates has been on the tractor. We've got a picture with them. So we've just had a lot of fun. Uh, my wife and I, we were, like, adding it up. We've been in front of 400,000 Iowans since probably the end of April. So we got a pretty good idea of what people are thinking, what people are saying. And and I, I think it's Trump is going to have an awesome, awesome night on January 15th. And, you know, I, we, we like the other candidates. We're not one of those, uh, you know, it's our guy or nobody else. But, 
I think the overall goal with every Republican in the state of Iowa is whoever our whoever wins, we got to get them across the goal line and get rid of Joe. Joe's destroying our country. Yeah, I think Iowa's in a good shape because I think Iowa, more than any other state, we've really vetted these people. I mean, a lot of people like my wife and I, we probably went to, we heard nearly every one of the candidates. I think Iowans do a really good job of vetting the different uh, candidates. And you are a caucus captain. Caucus so captain. have you been hearing a lot of people, this is a commit to caucus event, are you hearing a lot of people, everybody here saying they're going to be with Trump? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the biggest challenge that all these candidates have is, hey, can we get the people out that support us to the to the precinct and actually caucus? So that's the challenge all these campaigns have right now. That's the thing, because they could come to their events, but if they're not going to caucus on that day, then right. it doesn't matter. Right, right. But here, Trump is the one that has that guarantee. Their, their, team, their team has done a superb job of... With the caucus captains, then you got to make so many calls in your precinct to make sure and your precinct show up. So they've done a superb job in that area. And you've been a loyal supporter to be out here at all these events. Have you spoken to Trump or met him? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple pictures with him, and I've spoken with him. We was with Eric Trump in Ankeny on Wednesday. And I really wish that everyone would have the opportunity to spend five minutes with him or someone from his family. They are so genuine. They are so down to earth. Actually, my cousin drives... Uh, as part of the motorcade, and he gets Trump's food, what he wants. So here's the guy, he's a billionaire. What do you think Donald J. Trump wants for his meal? McDonald's. McDonald's. Two double cheeseburgers and a large fry. I mean, that's Americana, right? That's that's something that all these people here today can relate to. It's fun. Remind me of your name again. I know I know it. Gary Leffler. Gary Leffler. How do you spell the last name? L-E-F-F-L-E-R. And you're from? West Des Moines. Uh, outside of Grinnell. And tell me again your first and last name. Lois Farrell. How do you spell that? F like in Frank, A-R-R-E-L-L. And how long have you been coming to Trump events? Well, this is really only my second time. What made you want to come out and see Trump? Do you support him or have you in the past? or you supported him all the way through. And I think that he is the only one that can change things the way they are in this country. He's our only hope. If we don't get him in, I think our country is done because the Democrats have done so much damage to our country that it is unbelievable what has happened in just three and a half years to destroy everything this country was founded on. And I think Trump is, is our answer. And only God can turn this country around using Trump. Do you feel that God is using Trump? Yes, I really believe God is using Trump, yes, to turn things around, yes. I've heard it a lot from Trump supporters that he's the only one that can turn things around. I've heard that from, you know, folks from across the country, really. What is it about him that you feel will help turn the country around? Well, I think he really wants to follow the Constitution, and he really loves this country. And some of the other candidates, for instance, Nikki Haley, I mean, she is a one-world government person, and she is paid for by a lot of the big companies like BlackRock, and I just don't trust her, that she will cave on all of the issues because she is indebted to those people who have 
given her money for her campaign, where Trump has his own money, you know, that he's made fair and square. And I, I feel I can trust him. I got to ask you, today is the 30th anniversary of the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol. Um, we heard from his challenger, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, saying that Trump was responsible and led them to do that. What is your reaction or what are your thoughts around that day and this anniversary? Well, you know, I have heard his speech there, Trump's speech, and he did not have anything to do with that insurrection. He told them to, they could march to the Capitol peacefully. And I just feel for all of those people that are still in jail that should not be in jail. And our Constitution says that we have a right to a trial. Well, they haven't even had a trial, and those, those people are still in jail there. And there were, um, they have proof that there were FBI agents that were encouraging people to go into the Capitol. And if that was so bad, then why are we not seeing all of the tapes that were there? I mean, we've seen some of the tapes, but they haven't all been released. For instance, there was one person in there that uh, was, you know, handcuffed, and then he came and they unfastened his uh, handcuffs, and then they did a fist bump with them. Well, they were in on it, you know. Those were FBI agents that were brought in there to encourage people to go in because people were not uh, damaging anything in there, and they probably shouldn't have gone in, but yet they had people encouraging them to go in. But I totally believe Trump had nothing to do with that. Last one is the, the Supreme Court agreed to take up the decision about the Colorado Supreme Court decision to remove Trump from the ballot. What do you make of that, or how do you think the Supreme Court is going to rule in that? I believe that if they are being true, they will rule that down, because in the 14th Amendment, uh, some of that stuff was, I don't know, back in during the Civil War, but no, he should not not be prosecuted for any of that. Last one, what do you hope to hear from him today? Well, he usually has the same message. Whenever I hear him, I hear him a lot on, on TV and different things, YouTube. And he keeps with his message, and I believe I can trust him. There are a lot of others that I hear, and I think you're saying that one way, and then it's a different way. And so I really trust him. I'm with the News Nation. What was your name? Oh, my name is Mara Brown. And where are you from? I'm right. I live right here in Des Moines, Iowa. Urbandale is now my my city. How long have you been volunteering? I've been volunteering since the summer, around uh, the Fourth of July. I started. I'm off and on because I've uh, returned to the workforce as a as a retiree, I've re-entered the workforce. What do you do here? I put together signs, I make telephone calls, I'm um, a caucus captain, and I've already made arrangements for my neighbors who are shut in to travel to the caucuses on Monday. How, what are those arrangements looking like? How do you help with that? Pardon? How do you like help with that? Are there going to be carpooling? Well, uh, a few of my neighbors are widows, and I'm afraid that they will be um, a little high-tensioned in trying to drive in this weather. So I'm offering to drive and put up carpools so that they'll be able to get out and, and vote. Or caucus. And how do you feel the turnout's going to be with this weather? Oh, I think that you'll, I think people are under, under estimating.
in Iowa. Well, I know I'm going to walk through a foot of snow to be a Trump supporter. It's not going to be a problem for me. And the younger people, I know that they'll be out there. We're just going to be out. It's going to be, here, let me just say, it's going to be a blizzard of Trump supporters. Yep, yep. That and was good. <laughs> Don't get rid of that one. Next that time, was gold. Next time we learn. Oh my god, you dug out of thigh deep snow to get here today. It was worth it to come out in this weather? It was worth it. My hands hurt for about 10 minutes, but <laughs> it was well worth it. Thanks so much. What was your name again? Uh, my name's Dennis Short. And where are you from? Uh, here in Indianola. All right. What about everybody coming out in this weather? This is crazy. People are tough here, so and this is that important. So, do you think a lot of people are going to come out and caucus for him tomorrow night? I really do. Yes. The weather won't impact it, or I don't. I don't think so. What is it about Trump that Iowans like? He does what he says he's going to do, and there's there's not a lot of fluff. You guys all know that. Sometimes he irritates people, but he just does what he says he's going to do. Did you vote for him in 16 and 20? Yes. Okay, and plan to this time. Absolutely. Okay, well, if you're on this end, then you made it through those interviews, and thank you for listening. I hope it gave you some insight as to why or how former President Trump, uh, you know, won in the Hawkeye State this time around with just so much support, over 50%, really breaking records out there. Um, so I hope it gave a little insight into that. And now we are on our way doing laundry, um, getting packed, and we are going to be heading to New Hampshire. So the first uh, in the nation primary state, which I've never covered New Hampshire's primary. I was there for the first time ever covering former Vice President Mike Pence earlier this uh, fall, and now we're going back for the primary. It'll still be cold, so I'm going to pack layers, but um, I'm excited to see what it's like, and we'll continue this. Um, and if you're liking this, if you have questions, um, if you're you know, want to hear more, please feel free to write me. Um, my email is kmeyer at newsnationnow.com or get at me on Twitter, Kelly Meyer News, or on Instagram, Kelly in the Capital. And don't forget to check us out. I'm also live on air on television on News Nation uh, 24-7. Uh, you know, you'll catch me there over the weekend for the New Hampshire primary coverage and on uh, the primary night uh, it'll be on a Tuesday night, and we'll have full uh, special coverage with our News Nation amazing uh, political team. So make sure you tune in, and we will see you after New Hampshire. Bye, guys. Thanks for spending some time with me. To see what I'm up to next, make sure you tune in to News Nation. Don't know how to watch us? Go to www.joinnn.com. Pop in your zip code and the channel finder will know just where to find us. But don't forget, we're also on all streamers, Hulu, Roku, YouTube TV, as well as Amazon Alexa and Apple CarPlay. Have a story you think I need to know about? Then drop me a note at kmeyer at newsnationnow.com. This is News Nation's Kelly Meyer, and you've been listening to Kelly in the Capitol.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.